Good morning on Sunday morning, Erica Nita, Mayor, Women's Learning Division of Adas Yeshurin. <laughs> we are Sunday morning of Parshas Mishpatim. And um, since we are really officially starting the week of the um, of the event leading up to the Choshen Mishpat event, which will be taking place next Monday night. I'd like to talk a little bit, not about Choshen Mishpat literally, but about money. Here's a book I'm highly recommending. Don't they have those pictures, people highly recommending this book? This book is on Aaron Leib Steinman. I really, it. Now, this morning, she. I'm going to say the word not shayach many times. I'm just warning you right now. I'm going to say the word not. It's not shayach. Just not shayach. It's not shayach. In Hilchas Sedaka, Simon Reish Mem Tess in Yeridaya, the Mechaber list, which is based on the Rambam, based on Chazal, Shmoyne Milois Yesh B'Tzedaka. Right, Milois and Tzedaka. Which means there are eight ways to give Tzedaka. You give Tzedaka to an Oni. He doesn't know who you are. You don't know who he is. A ghost. And the last madrega, pachas mizeh, is sheyitin loy ba'atzav. You should give, giving tzedakah ba'atzav. You know what that? Atzav means when you're sad. Atzvus is like depression. Atzav is sad. Says the shach. Oh, says the shach. Hainu shetzor loy benesinosoy. Tzor loy benesinosoy means you are. Pained by giving the money. Some people give away, we're not going to do Chamashim. You're pained by giving away the money, so a little bit of sinosu. Aval koponim, enomaraloi ponim zayafois. Now, this is an unbelievable halacha. A person inwardly could be pained by writing a check for $1,000. He really not, rather not give away the money. Rather not give away the, but, but they do. And when they give it away, they give it away with a smile. But inwardly, they feel the pinch. They don't feel so happy about doing it, but they do it. So that's tzedakah. That is tzedakah. That's tzedakah. If a person gives tzedakah with a sour face, then there's a very, very big chiddish lahalacha that says, how is a person supposed to give tzedakah? This made a very big impact on me, this halacha, by the way. We're learning it in the Kirtle Baker at 6 o'clock in the morning. A person should give tzedakah, but save a part of your office with a smile. The simcha, happy. The tovlev, good heart. money, and he should, he or she should sit with the Adi and let the Adi, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 let the Adi unload. and then give the Adi words of, words of consolation. Now, obviously, this doesn't happen all the time, because, first of all, the person collecting doesn't have the time to do it, doesn't want to do it, etc., However, if you give the tzedakah money with an angry face, a sad face, an unbelievable chiddush, you lose the mitzvah. You lose the mitzvah. It's a pella. But as I state, you lose, a person loses the mitzvah. I feel nothing like Harvey. Even if you give a lot of money, you lose the mitzvah. Here it's talking about inside you don't feel so good. Outside you're okay. Inside you don't feel so good, you get a mitzvah. It's unbelievable. Only Jews can do this. Anybody know what the word yispa'er means? For what? Glorifying. Braggadocious. 
haughty. Be mispoer, and if a person is mispoer, lo dayo she'eno mekabel schar. Not only will he lose his schar, elafilu manishin oisoyola, he can be punished for it. So here is a person who gives an angry face, he'll lose the mitzvah. Here's a person who gives it a haughty face, in a haughty direction, he'll be punished. We call Mokoim, Misha Magdish, Gobble Somebody's Magdish, something for Tzlokho, you give the Pareiches. You give the mantle on the Sefer Torah. You give a building. Sheikhtav Shmoyalo. You should write your name on it. Oh, why? She Zikoro. Will be, it will be a remembrance. The Roy Lassai's game. Roy Lassai's game is proper to do it. Why? Many people give anonymously. But there are some people who want to give this way. Why? Because if you want to give a building, so once you give the building and you want the building to be a school, if you don't have your name on the building, you know, 50 years later, people may take away your, you know, they may rededicate it. Rededicate. Okay, so that's, you know, that's a reason to uh, wanting this to be avoided. There's a, a Rajva, it's coming from the Rishonim. And the Rishonim, that a person should be, uh, should be careful. Should be careful. Careful. Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. You want to know an example of giving to Tzedakah with haughtiness? This, this Jew, Rabbi Leib Steinman, who lived to be over 100 years old, it's, it, it's, uh, it, we understand that every God of Israel is a master of Tamil who has finished Shas many times, it is a Masvid Nifla, and all the other things that go along with it. But this, I don't know, I, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. Moments after being accompanied by Rabbi Yaakov, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, Verzbinsky, who was the executive director of one of the yeshivas that Rabbi Aaron Leib started. He brought in a, a philanthropic Jew who was boasting about his superb personal finances and the large sums he donated to multiple tzedakahs. Some people do that. Finally, he let slip that he would be very pleased if Orchas Torah, which is the name of the yeshiva, did a little write-up for the newspapers mentioning his offer to sponsor a classroom. Okay. This is in front of Rabbi Leib Stein. The next day, Rabbi Leib asked to speak privately to Rabbi Yaakov, who was the executive director of the yeshiva. I prefer not to accept money from a busher. Hear what's going on here? I prefer not to accept money from a busher, he said bluntly. He opened the Shulchan Aruch and showed him the Ramah that we just read. Although someone can request that his name appear on something he donates, if the donor is prideful after giving the tzedakah, it can cause him harm. We just read that. One second, yeah, I'll take your question in a second. Said Rabbi Leib to the executive director, it is better for us not to take charity from him. And we won't cause, we don't want to cause 
him any type of injury. Now I ask you a question, how many people in the world do you think would do this? How many people would be braggadocious? Many. How many people who they are being braggadocious to will turn down the offer of a million dollars to dedicate a classroom or a hundred thousand dollars to dedicate a classroom? How many people do you think would do that? Not too many. Of Aaron Leibsteinman. He was concerned about the donor's well-being. Says here, Manishin Oisoy. If his stucker wasn't taken. That's absolutely correct. And that would be a wonderful rationalization to take it. But Aaron Lee Steinman, who was so honest, beyond the shadow of a doubt, said, it's very nice to take it. I can give you 20 rationalizations to take it. But the Maestro Shogarov says he's going to be harmed. How can I harm another Jew? Not shy. It's not shy. That's already the second time I just said not shy. It's not shy. The mice is not shy. That's one. That's one. Two. Two business partners from the United States flew there to show in the process of launching a substantial venture. Approach your bottom lane for a blessing that it be successful. So far, so good. Then they said, knowing that he helped countless needy people, yeshivas, and worthy organizations, they felt it would be auspicious to have him as a partner. I, what's he going to bring to the table? They're bringing what they call, right, the, the sweat equity and this money equity. So what do you want from Barnaby? Even the marriage and relationship of the business would prosper and a portion of the profits would go to Sadaka. It was a win win situation. But Barnaby respectfully turned down the offer. The partners were surprised. Perhaps Barnaby was concerned about risks or added responsibilities. They quickly assured him it wouldn't cost him any money and he wouldn't have any responsibilities other than to David for the success of the business. You're giving money to, uh, to Aniyam. I'm giving you ability to get more money to give to Aniyam. So it's like a no-brainer. Abarnley <coughs> responded, he was concerned the business might do things that are not in accordance with the halal. That's what he told these two people. As a part of his actions, he would be held accountable in the next world. Here are men. The businessmen were taken aback. They were a Torah. We, think, we do things was Rabbi Adam subtly accusing them of not conducting their business I taught my grandchildren a saying over sukkahs in the sukkah Vos gate on a I mean what's going on here Rabbi is accusing these two who flew there to Israel to get them included in the business they give to Daka and he's saying maybe you don't keep things halacha they assured him that they review all aspects of the business with a rough. How's that? Sounds good. Sounds good. By way of further explanation, Rabbi Arnold referred, he said to them, do you have any money in, in, in Jewish-owned banks? Or Jewish-owned Israeli banks? Will you have an interest-bearing bank account? I'm already in my 90s and I have never had an interest-bearing bank account. 
I have always been careful to stay away from even questionable rivers. Why would someone my age want to have a partnership with a business, have a bank account, rely on a tarim that businesses offer reliant, or take responsibility for business assistance that have chayshin mishpah ramifications? Stop. If you go to a bank that is owned by a Jew, you don't borrow any money. So what's the problem? You deposit money. Now, when you learn Hilchus Ribis, you discover that words in the English language might be misleading. What does the word deposit money in a bank for a savings account mean? You're giving the bank money and they're going to give you back a little bit of interest. You also used the wrong word there. Oh, that's the word nobody ever uses. When I have a when I have a savings account in a bank, I am lending the bank money. Me, I'm lending the bank money. Yes, you're lending the bank money. Could you please explain that to me? Of course I can explain it to you. I have a hundred dollars, I'm a whopping hundred dollars on my savings account. Wow, I'm telling you the bank's running after me. And I give them a hundred dollars and I put it into my account. So we had one Reverend before use the word give. We have the word, regular word deposit. Let's let's talk to myself. Let's talk to myself. What what is this? Uh, what is this? What am I doing with my money? What's happening to my money? The bank's using it. So what am I doing with my money? Reverend said, "Don't be a tzaddikus again. Your tzaddikus kite always gets in the way of everything." What am I doing with the bank? I am lending the bank. Of course, I'm putting in the bank because of safety and ganovim and this and that. Lamaisa, I know nowadays whatever the interest rate is, what, 0.022% or something, whatever it is over there, right? But Lamaisa in a savings account, a person in effect is lending a bank money and he's getting interest for it. And you know what? Rabbi Shafainstein has a tube on this. He says, Can you lend the bank money, the Hainu, i.e., a savings account? And Rabbi Shafainstein says you could. You know why? Because a bank is an entity called a corporation, and therefore no one has personal reliability, liability, excuse me, when you lend a bank money. But many people disagree with Moshe Feinstein. They hold it's a, le- it's a loan. It's a loan to uh, the Jews. It's a loan to a Jewish-owned bank. The fact that no one has personal liability, Moshe Feinstein holds, is okay. Others hold this is not okay. Not okay. Amazing. Amazing. Zakharan Ibn Steinman. Yechavil and Tavid can Asik in them. I don't want to have anything to do with this. I'm not telling you you're wrong. He wasn't telling them that you're not Shaymer Shabbos. He's telling them, I'm not getting a call. You hear a man. I'm not getting a call. He said, or maybe there are possible questions about businesses done on Shabbos. The Cheshit Mishpikot. Eight hours a week answers very sophisticated business shilas from business owners about what they're doing in their businesses. Basically, it revolves around two things. I know it's a Chesh and but the first thing is Shabbos. Because, as I've said many times, by the way, you're all invited a week from Monday night if you'd like to come. I believe it, uh, I forget what time it's called for, I'll let everybody know, I think 8 o'clock. Lemaisa, Lemaisa, it's an unbelievable thing. My great-grandfather came here in 1904. And Baruch Hashem, he was aiming in the Soyan and it was never Mechal Shabbos in his business. But many people who, who are here in 2019 who went to yeshivas that my great-grandfather Shalom never stepped into in his life. He never went to a yeshiva. Their businesses are open 
Nowadays, it's very hard to find a business that's not open 24-7. If it's open 24-7, you have Shabbos. Rabbi Leib Steinman said, I didn't say it's Osir. I didn't say it's motor. I don't want to get involved in it. Turning down money. Stop. Next. Ay, ay, ay. You know, there's a place called the State of Israel. You were there? Some people call it Medina Yisrael. You know, some people don't like Medina Yisrael. They like Eretz Yisrael. They don't like Medina Yisrael. All, you know, all the different issues and Satma and Agudah, Mizrahi, and all the things. I'd like to tell you something about Medina Yisrael, which shows clearly that Baruch Hashem, the Jewish DNA is running through the blood of those people. What is the law when a bank has a savings account from a person who has not done anything with the account for decades? It's called a dormant account. What's, what do you do with that money? I'm not talking about Rachman al-Islandish all the banks in Europe who, what they did with Jewish money forget about that what's the law what's the legal recourse a bank they got some deposit here and nobody picked, nobody's done anything in 50 years in the state of Illinois United States of America the money eventually it's called something dash for cash you can call the bank and the bank lists different accounts that they have, you can call the bank. But eventually, in the United States of America, nobody comes, the money goes to the state. What does the state do with it? Whatever they want. In the state of Israel, Medina Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, the money goes to charity. Ah! Tzedakah! Okay, what's, what, what's called charity? Good. So the owners of most of these assets are deceased and they have no known ears. One day, you ready? You, get, you, you, got, to get, you got the niggin. You ready? Here we go. One day, Rabbi Yaakov Rizvinsky, the same person, came to the Byron Lake, didn't ask him a question. He told him that we signed on to this dormant fund and the state of Israel gives money to different meisters. So we signed on our meister also our institution. Didn't ask him. He told him, what's the problem? But you're dealing with Rabbi Leib Shimon. No, no, we can't, we can't go on this. Anti-Zionist? No, no, no. I added that. Already. Since a person likely has halachic ears, unless the person's a ger, even if nobody comes forward claiming to be a next of kin, that doesn't mean an ear does not exist. Umamela might be gzela. Zog the executive director with the pressure of raising the money. But yeshivas do accept money from this source. One. Two. Furthermore, if our yeshiva doesn't get the funds, a university or other secular institution, they'll get the money. Thereby depriving the deceased from the merit of donating the Torah. We would be giving the nifter a schus by allowing his unclaimed funds to support our yeshiva. You've got the lumbers here. <laughs> no, what would you pass him? What would you pass him? Darachagav, it's $180,000. Now, what would you pass him? McKen Makelzai. McKen Makelzai, you know what that means? You can be lenient. Money, tzedakah, schusim. Zucker Byron Leib, smiling to this logic. That is not our calculation to make. 
Halacha dictates that the money should go to the deceased person's relatives. We can't be looking to give people merits if our actions are not in line with halacha. Executive directors, Dr. Barlaim Steinman, what's going to be with the money? It's not going to go anywhere. Maybe we'll go to a university, a secular space, or take the money to us. But the guy will get schoolsome for teaching Torah to Talmidim. Dr. Barlaim, listen, don't play God. Don't play God. What's the law? Law is the money belongs to the Yarshim. Ah, you don't know where the Yarshim are? Okay. Who said therefore it's a right to take it away? Shalom Zayla. I love Icy. You want to give the money to Tzedakah? People who are Taira. Don't play God. God told us what to do. Don't be smarter than God. Okay, now I'll just explain to you one thing about Ronald Schneiderman, okay? Several philanthropists appointed Rabban Leib, their agent, to distribute millions of dollars annually. Millions of dollars. Huge sums passed through his hands. He had several yeshivas. But he never took anything for his own yeshiva. I cannot give the funds to any yeshiva that I'm involved in overseeing. Why not? Why not? The funds were given to me to distribute to others, not to take for my own myself. Like, come on. <laughs> when his son started his yeshiva, he came to his father. His father said, Ahem. His father said, anything you need, come to me told his son he would always be available to answer questions about the yeshiva, but there were two things he would not be able to help him with. First, he could not suggest that donors give funds to the yeshiva. <laughs> so he had a policy not to request donations for his own institutions, and that would now extend to his son's institution. Is, this is not shy. Second, if one of his students or someone else asked about sending the Talmudim to, to his son's yeshiva, he would recuse himself. His son has a yeshiva, why can't you send them to me? Them? Answering that his strong love for his son might interfere and cause him to give a biased answer. He was one of the heads of Chinachatz Moy. His wife and daughters were teachers. But most of the Steinman granddaughters and great-granddaughters did not go into this field. They got different jobs. One great-granddaughter was interested in obtaining a position as a teacher. Her husband asked Rabar and Leib if he could ask the principal of the school, who was a close acquaintance of Rabar and Leib, to consider her for the job. Rabar and Leib held his great-grandchild's hands and said kindly, my position as one of the heads of Chinech Asmoy forces me to recuse myself from asking someone to be hired for a position as it will disqualify my objectivity. I can daven that she be accepted to a job that is good for her. But I have never used protexia and I can't use it now. Dr. Velyashev, the person who had the cleanest money in the world, was a Byron Leibstein. I rest my case. I rest my case. It's, it's, it's not shy. It's not shy. It's just not shy. His great granddaughter needs a job. This, this, but, the, the, in two seconds, she'd get a job. He, he, he gave one hint. I have a great granddaughter. Whatever you want. No, nope. garnish.
garnish. When a robber broke into the house, they came home. Imagine somebody stole from Baron Leib Steinman. Guy came into the house. Baron Leib came. The whole house is ransacked. And one drawer had five thousand dollars. I don't know. Oh, it was Ryan Leib's money. Less than that. Less than that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Less than that. Ryan Leib's personal money was in the drawer. Nothing, nothing was touched. Everything in the house now was not touched. So Ryan Leib said to him, Ryan Leib said, the re- he said, it's a nest. He said, it's not a nest. He said, it's not a nest. He said, it's not a nest. Not a nest. He said, it's not a nest. Why is it not a nest? said it's not a nest because in my lifetime in my lifetime I only stole twice once I took a flower from a field that I thought was opened and it wasn't I once picked flowers from an open field and only later realized that the field wasn't public property but belonged to a non-Jew <laughs> I also mistakenly reused the stamp in both instances, I did my best to repay the owner of the field and to make a payment to the postal office in Switzerland. Rabasha Steinman added, it is no wonder that Bezer Shomoyasha said that he didn't know anyone with such clean hands in financial matters as Rabasha Leib Steinman. She said that, that's why he didn't take my money, because my money is... Everybody say, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. You just walk out in awe and say that we had Jews like Rabbi Leib Steinman walking the planet at the same time people were here. I saw her up.